Hi, I'm your host, Will Connerly, and this is the Guns and Hoses podcast. This November at the Enterprise Center in St. Louis, the Budweiser Guns and Hoses charity boxing tournament will take place for the 36th time. For many St. Louisans, the holidays don't officially begin until the first bell rings at Guns N' Hoses. The man who oversees the event, which benefits families who have lost a first responder in the line of duty, is Mr. Steve Holly. These athletes do this on their own time. They don't get time off from work. So they have to work. They've got a family. A lot of them have secondary jobs but they're at, gym, at the gym religiously training, and, and it's just for the cause. Our national anthem is sung by a St. Louis police officer, Eva Millar Galvan. She's been with us for years, and I can tell you, when she's finished, she brings the house down. Everybody likes to be a part of a winner. We have been winning for 36 years. Last year, we gave the Backstoppers $1 million. It's our third year in a row of giving $1 million. My conversation with Steve is wide-ranging, and we cover a variety of topics. He's been involved from the very beginning and has a few stories to share. The money raised by Guns and Hoses goes to the backstoppers, who in turn take care of the families that have lost a first responder in the line of duty. I learned a lot, and I think you will too. I hope you enjoyed this conversation with Steve Holly, the executive director of Budweiser Guns and Hoses. A lot of history behind this event. For those that don't know anything about Guns and Hoses, how would you summarize what this event is all about? This event started in 1987, and it's all about one thing, supporting the survivors of families that have officers that got killed in the line of duty. We take care of them from the time that officer gets killed forever. The tragedies that people go through, nobody can imagine unless you've went through it yourself. We support the backstoppers. We are their largest donation every year. The reason we do it is we want to take pride in our community. We have passion for the families to get through this, and we can't replace the suffering that they're going through. But if we can help ease that financial burden, it's just one less thing that they have to worry about. But when we specifically talk about this event, somebody that's never been, what what could you expect in terms of what the evening would look like for someone who, A, wants to come support some of the causes you talked about, but B, also what, what type of uh, night is in store for somebody looking to come to this event? I'll create a visual for you. This is the biggest wedding reception you've ever been to that doesn't have a wedding. That's a, that's a pretty good picture. And when you talk about wedding receptions, first thing that comes to my mind is um, a, a big party, right? Well, the doors open at 4.30, so people can come in and, and start drinking some cold Frosties if, if they're of legal age. Uh, the first bout is 5.30. From 5.30 to 6.30, we have three bouts. We do have some entertainment in there. And then at 6.30, we go live on Fox TV until 9 o'clock. But in all of those three and a half hours, we're going to have 12 bouts, male and female. We're going to have an opening ceremony that rivals the Olympics. 
that will bring you to tears because of the way that it's presented. We honor those officers that gave their lives in the line of duty. It's a very solemn service. It's going to be hosted by Joe Buck this year. Joe was our host last year. He's kind enough to come back this year. Getting back to the fun side, Nikki Glazer also is going to be a host this year, so she's going to be a part of the event. We are going to have live music up in the atrium, a little pep band to have people have fun. We've got the bagpipers from St. Louis County Police Department. We've got a DJ. We've got a 50-50 drawing that's $50,000. Plus, you'll see all kinds of stars in the, in the arena. Ozzie Smith is always there. A lot of the baseball Cardinals are always there. If the Blues are in town, they will be there. And I got to keep them from getting into the ring because they want to get in and throw some leather. But the, the, the night goes very fast. It's very action-packed. But the result is 12 bouts to raise $1 million for the backstoppers and have a great time all night doing it with all of the activities that we have available for folks. You'll see every demographic at this fight. You'll see young people. You'll see middle-aged people. You'll see older folks. Everybody wants to come and support the cause. My thing is, at the end of the night, when somebody walks out of our show, I want them to say, man, that was a good time. I'm coming back next year. Because next year I'll have something different for you. Every year we have something different for you. Could you talk about the support for this event in terms of all of the volunteers' efforts for one, and two, are you still looking for people to come try to help support this event in a volunteering fashion? We have approximately 300 volunteers. If somebody would be interested in jumping in, they can go out to stlgunsandhoses.com, that's our website, and gather information there. And for the volunteers that you have had in the past, could you talk about how they help make this event possible? Some of the things that they do, sacrificing their time and their efforts to help support such a great cause? Well, we've got a lot of wheels spinning. We have a live telethon. We have merchandise sales. We've got boxers and coaches, escorts. We've got runners. There's a lot of different jobs going on that night. And everybody works in sync. If, I know you were at the show and you can see it. It's, it's a finely tuned machine, but we're always looking for good people. That's awesome. And, and speaking of good people, um, I think that the people that this event about, the first responders, the, the good people that um, protect the law and order in, in our community, it, it's so cool to see them go out in the ring and afterward talk about why they fight. And, and you've seen that as well. It, it might be because of a family member was lost in the line of duty. Um, to be able to see those stories, have you been touched by that um, throughout your time being involved with Guns and Hoses? Absolutely, because I get to personally know all of the fighters. We get to know a lot of the families and we hear their stories. Probably the neatest thing is... Some of the folks that lost loved ones many, many years ago, they had kids. Now their kids have grown up. They've become lawyers. They've become first responders. They've started their careers. 
And the first thing they always say is, I couldn't have done it without backstoppers and guns and hoses. You can't buy that. I mean, the feelings that me and my team get from that, it's, it's, you just can't buy it. And it's so special to see people come together for such a great cause. But like you said, the impact after that, the, the real impact of families' lives change, um, it has to warm everybody's heart. And, and that's a great thing. It is a great thing. And we're trying to concentrate more on the millennials and the younger adults because I've taught college for many, many years with millennials and young adults, and they all say the same thing. We don't have a lot of money, but we'd like to give back to the community. I share with them, hey, come to our event. And they say, well, what's it all about? And I tell them what it's all about. I tell them another thing, another visual. It's New Year's Eve for first responders. So then they get those visuals in their mind, and then they say, hey, I want to be a part of it. And that's their way to give back to the community because a lot of them are in school, a lot of them got jobs, a lot of them got families. They don't have a lot of time to volunteer, Mm -hmm. but everybody likes to be a part of a winner. We have been winning for 36 years. Last year, we gave the Backstoppers $1 million. It's our third year in a row of giving $1 million. And uh, that involvement, if uh, you aren't aware, it's right here in St. Louis, Missouri. Um, I know at the beginning, maybe didn't mention it, but the Enterprise Center has, is home to this event. Um, and it's a, it's a great thing because it's meant a lot, as you mentioned, three and a half plus decades to the city of St. Louis. It is huge for the city of St. Louis. Enterprise Center couldn't be a better partner to us. They take care of us. They help us promote the event. We've been down there since the beginning, and it's, it's just a great venue. And the neatest thing is our ticket prices start at $20. So for a, for a younger person to support the community and support first responders, hey, I can come up with a $20 bill. What's funny is I get a lot of heat. Hey, hey, this ticket cost me $20, but they'll go pay 12 bucks for a beer. So it's kind of, I say, well, you know, if you drink two, if, if you just don't drink a beer and a half, you've got your $20 covered. So we also hold the unofficial title of being the biggest beer drinking night in St. Louis. So uh, everybody loves to party. Everybody loves to party, and, and Guns and Hoses is the place to party. It is a great celebration and, and a great party. Like you mentioned, you talk about $20 for tickets. I just wanted to mention um, someone that's never been, they're, they're intrigued by uh, what you're talking about right now. How do they get tickets? You can get tickets at Ticketmaster.com or the website has all the information. We've got a bunch of different tickets. $20 may not be what somebody's looking for. We have an all-inclusive ticket that includes those beers and includes that food all evening long. So there's a wide variety of tickets that people can choose from. Uh, $20, $20 will get you in the door if that's all you want to do. Come hang out, party, meet your friends, and see the event. Just depends on how comfortable you are with spending additional dollars to get 
more more goodies. One thing I wanted to ask, we talk a lot about the event and we've talked about the depths of the impact that this event has. But for you and others that are have a close pulse on really the emotions that this event can bring 365 days of the year, has it affected your perspective when you see um, law enforcers, first responders, police officers, firefighters in the line of duty um, throughout your years of doing this event, being involved with this event? Well, I'll answer that question with two responses. Number one, I've made a lot of friends over the years and heard the stories from first responders, and, and it touches you. Um, but all of those guys and gals have become friends. But to answer your question from a show standpoint, anybody that's been coming to the show for many, many years has seen our opening ceremony. And our opening ceremony rivals the Olympic opening ceremony. We tweak it every year, and I will tell you, doesn't matter what your age group is, the opening ceremony is worth the price of admission. Joe Buck hosts our opening ceremony. We have a 21-gun salute, and we've got a few tweaks that we're going to do this year. But this opening ceremony brings tears to people's eyes because that puts it all in perspective. We show the photographs of the officers on a hand-painted portrait by Dennis Seiberg from the Seiberg's restaurant. It's a very solemn service, and I can tell you, at the end of this service, there's not a dry eye in the house and then it's back to action, raising the money, having fun, and feeling good about ourselves. It's a, that's a really well put, and it's almost you're almost taken aback by this. And then you say, well, now the event has to start. In another portion of the opening ceremony, uh, when you talk about service and honoring the flag and the stars and stripes, is the national anthem. Um, unbelievable. Talk about that uh, performance. Our national anthem is sung by a St. Louis police officer, Eva Millar Galvan. She's been with us for years, and I can tell you, when she's finished, she brings the house down. That's in addition to we have a message from Bob Costas. Anybody that's familiar with boxing knows the let's get ready to rumble guy, Michael Buffer. He kicks off our first bout. Okay, so that's really special. I think all the things you're mentioning, especially just the performance, um, that's worth the price of admission right there. And that's before you even get started with the event. The event raises the roof off of the Enterprise Center. We've got a $50,000 50-50. We've got the T-shirt gun shooting the T-shirts out. We've got the Bud Ambassadors walking around taking pictures. We've got the mascots. Our mascots are Sparky for the red side and 5-0 for the blue side. Sweet meat from Casey's there. Plus, you'll see all kinds of stars. You'll see a lot of the baseball Cardinals. Ozzie Smith is there. We don't have the football team anymore, so they won't be there. But you'll see a lot of athletes that still live in St. Louis there. You'll see, it's a who's who of St. Louis Anybody that's anybody comes to our event. I love that. And when you talk about the event, 
Um, personally, I love the competition. Just sport in general always intrigues me. It intrigues a lot of people across the country. Let's talk about the actual competition and, and the event um, because um, it is great competition. It really is, and it, it takes a lot of training uh, physically and mentally uh, to put yourself in the ring. Talk about in detail the competition um, from your vantage point and overall. Well, from the beginning, the guys and gals, we have female athletes too. They typically start training during the summer months. Some of them train all year round. The official training start date is August 1st. That's when we go on record and start keeping track. I will say our number one concern is safety. We make sure that all of our athletes are safe. It's, it's not a tough man contest. We're governed by the rules of the state of Missouri for professional boxing. All of their officials are there at ringside to coordinate all of the activity in the ring. But behind the scenes, all the athletes have to train at five special gyms that we have set up. That's the only place that they can train, and they train with all of our coaches. If an athlete has a coach that's not a part of our team that they want to be involved, we welcome that. But we also say, hey, our coaches need to be involved. And then through a series of what we call sparring sessions, we evaluate every athlete, we rank them, and then we put the bouts together with input from all of the coaches and myself. We put the bouts together. This year we're going to have 12 bouts. Nine of them will be on TV. And we've got a little something special. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but I'm going to tell you what we're going to do. We are going to have the first doubleheader on professional boxing it'll be broadcast on live tv and the folks at enterprise will see it live and it's gonna knock their socks off a boxing doubleheader wow so you've spilled some of the beans you've left some intrigue out there as well one thing that i will say being at the event i know we talk about sport in in we talk about it in the professional setting oh did the cardinals win did they lose today now for for this event there's no winners or losers right there's a winner and there's a loser but really it's all about the cause when they're competing in the ring to put it in perspective and this is something that people see but they probably don't realize the effect it has on them at the end of every bout the first thing you're going to see is those boxers hugging because it's like hey we did it we were here. They all have their own reasons for showing up. You know, they, a, a buddy got killed, or they know the family, or, you know, and this doesn't bother anybody. Hey, they want to be in the limelight. They want to be a part of something special. It's on their bucket list. But the first thing you will always see is, as opposed to a lot of the professional boxers that touch gloves, these guys are going to give each other a hug. Now, we do present a winner and we don't call them losers, we call them runner-ups. But from the pure perspective of the event, there are no losers because this contributes to the donation. And that's what it's all about. These athletes do this on their own time. They don't get time off from work. So they have to work, they've got a family, a lot of them have secondary jobs, but they're at, gym, at the gym religiously training and and it's just for the cause. It's 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 all for the cause. And I always give them a little always give them a little speech before the show starts to number one thank them for their efforts, 
And number two, let them know just to set the stage. When you train at the gym, there's only a handful of people there. But when you walk down that chute, there's thousands and thousands of people there. So maintain your focus. Because that's a little intimidating if you've never done that. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of these guys are athletes and played sports. But to walk down that chute in an arena where 10, 12,000 people are clapping, every once in a while it'll get to folks. And then I have a little fun with them. I always tell them, go to the bathroom before you put your gloves on because once the gloves are on, nobody's going to help you go to the bathroom. <laughs> that's that's right. Is there another event of this kind? I, I think that um, I don't know of one. Could, do you know of the uniqueness of this event? It's the only one of its kind from, from my understanding. There, People have tried to replicate it, but from our standpoint, the reason that the event is very unique is because of the cooperation that we get from all of the police chiefs, all of the fire chiefs, and the community. So it's, it, it, it's very unique because people will call me and say, hey, we want to do something like this. What's the first thing we need to do? And you suggest to them that's the first thing they need to do, and they say, it'll never happen in our town. So, you know, there are some other guns and hoses around the country. Texas does a great job. Kansas City does a great job. They are all friends of ours, and they came, and they watched, they learned, and they've, they've done their event. They're not nearly as big as ours, but we've been doing it for 36 years. Mm-hmm. We didn't start out with a crowd of 15,000. At our first show, we had 1,500 paying customers. And you talk about that was at the old arena. So you put 1,500 paying customers in a 20,000-seat arena, you feel like you're in Death Valley. But we've grown, we've listened to our customers, and, and, and the one thing that, that helps validate our event is the star power. Mm-hmm. These guys and gals, don't, they don't book losers. They get involved with winners. So do athletes that go to events. So do the politicians that go to events. And more importantly, we have over 100 sponsors from our community that give us money every year to help the cause. They want to be associated with a winner. That's what we do. We bring winning to the community of St. Louis. I love that. That was really well said. And when you talk about everybody that is a member of this community and beyond, it really should be an event that's got to be on your bucket list because we talk about it. It's well, There's only one of its kind, and um, it, it's it's very, very special. And like you said, who, who wouldn't want to enjoy an evening being surrounded uh, by, by a ton of winners, right? So there's a lot of charity events in St. Louis, and they all do a great job. But there's nothing like guns and hoses. And the, some of the first things we said was, it'll never get off the ground because nobody's coming the night before Thanksgiving. Well, we've proved them wrong, and our retention rate is about 90%. So once you come, you're going to come back. We have people that come from out of town, we have people that obviously plan their Thanksgiving around the event. And it doesn't matter whether they're young, old, doesn't matter what class they come from. Everybody loves guns and hoses. Our saying is the holidays don't start until the first bell rings at guns and hoses. And it's true. 
once we ring that bell, guns and hoses, Thanksgiving, Christmas holidays, roll into the new year, we're the beginning of the greatest time of the year. That's awesome. I mean, it is a wonderful time, as they say. And I mean, this event, it's become a staple in the city of St. Louis. It's become such a massive event in St. Louis. And, and I just really appreciate how you articulated um, what this event means, but also what it also signifies in terms of the beginning of the holidays and the tradition of people consistently coming back. And that retention rate, I don't think that can go without uh, be, being broken down. 90% of people that come, come back, as you mentioned. If, if, if you can come back, that tells me we did a good job. But in order to keep you coming back, we have to present different elements, different enhancements. So that's what we do. The boxing's not going to change. But some of the enhancements to the opening ceremony, adding star power like Joe Buck and Nikki Glazer, that's going to change because the last thing I want is for people to say, wow, same old stuff. I don't need to come back. So I can promise you that there is going to be different stuff every year to get that wow factor for the crowd. Wow. What a visit with Steve Holly. The things that Guns and Hoses has done for the St. Louis first responder community and beyond is absolutely amazing. If you've never been to see Guns and Hoses in person like I have, it's truly worth the price of admission. So why don't you plan on attending the 2023 event, which takes place the night before Thanksgiving at the Enterprise Center in St. Louis. Support the cause. Go visit Ticketmaster.com today or STL Guns and Hoses for more information. And we'll see you in November.